literally one twentieth of the cost, and you're getting ten times the profit. Yeah, I mean for sure. I did not know that that many people downloaded fucking. That blew my mind. I never seen anything like that in my life. They made a billion dollars over the course of a year, year off mm-hmm. Candy Angry Crush. Birds. Oh, Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Yeah. Candy Crush. Uh, Candy Crush is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think Angry Fuck. Birds was far behind. Well, there's I, a movie I mean, after. I wouldn't it. doubt it. A movie that spawned two movies that spawned from a mobile game. Oh, Listen. they made two of them. Yeah, Angry Birds too. Jeez, yeah. that's right. terrible. Let's let's jump. We're gonna use our <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> bring it up. Bring it up. Welcome to the Sofa Kingdom podcast with your host Nelson, Ian, and all right. Today, what we're gonna be discussing is mobile gaming for all you fucking cell phone nerds. The future <laughs> is in the palm of your hands. <laughs> Not the other things. So, pros but, and cons. Uh, <laughs> first, I wanted to talk about something that um, Apple finally started doing. Depending on how you want to look at it. Um, generally speaking, when you're storing your photos and things like that on someone's database, Google, Facebook, whatever, there's scanning that's done for illicit images. Mm -hmm. Apple had been avoiding doing this, even stuff that's on their servers for years. Right. So when you look at the numbers where like Facebook was reporting 20 plus million illicit, usually child porn photos being stored on their servers Yearly, Apple was reporting 200. Hmm. Um, They finally had got enough pressure where they're like, at least on your servers where people are storing things, scan. So they're not actually – the media doesn't explain this properly. They're just in denial. They're like, it's not on our servers. Exactly. And people know. The people that do this, they know. When people hear scanning, they're thinking, oh, my God, we have human eyes looking at our private photos, and they're invading our privacy. That's what they think. Apple's been really good about protecting their their particular users' stuff over the years. They're, like, notorious for, like, it's your stuff. We're not letting anyone else access it. No, they're not Android. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they took that role by mistake. They, because they wanted to try to do Siri on device where Google was like, the device isn't strong enough. It's got to be server side. And since that failed, they rolled it some of those failure issues into we're more secure and they just ran with it. Right. So it and we, is. And we believed it, obviously. I believe it. It's right. deliberate now. But in the beginning, it was more of a oops, we're successful with this. Keep going down that line. Right. Nonetheless. So. It's a database. It's internationally held. The, the images aren't visible. They're, yeah. they're hashes. It's essentially a fingerprint. Ones and zeros the computer can see to check against images, even if they're modified from the original to find illicit images. Mm-hmm. So they're not looking at your photos. The media tries to make it look like they're actually people are stealing. No, right. they're not. Right. It's just scanned through a database, and if over a certain amount pop up as plausibly this, those particular images are then reported. And then it gets... And up, then it gets reviewed and monitored and so on. And pushed down the line. So it's not that they're always... It's just when you upload... And it, I mean, when you talk in other places have been doing this for years. Right. And reporting millions of images like this and finding... Actually finding and getting people, you know, captured for these types of things. And rightfully so. And Apple wasn't. So let me, so. So, so in a sense, Apple was, might, they, they were being evil. I mean, they were. Right. They were just, they were, maybe they were just ignoring it conveniently because they were making money. Yeah. So they figured we don't want to mess with something that is working for us, a platform that we're standing on. Uh, protecting the people, but essentially it probably costs yeah. them money. To Protect, do these mo- couldn't necessarily be protecting the so wrong mo- people. Most, Correct. most people, most technologists, they're all on board with this. Right. right. It's on your, your servers. It's in your physical items. Yeah, you need to be looking out for these illicit images and these sure. people. Perfect. Right, do the right thing. There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. but people start getting into, uh, you know... Uh, it, it, it steams roll into something yes, else. Because there's actually three things they're doing in total. So this is number one. This one, everyone's cool. You should have been doing it. In fact, shame on you for not doing it for this right, long. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Number two and three is where things get a little hazy. The second one, it falls under, eh, maybe it's overprotective parents. Maybe it can be abused. Um, it's You can opt to put on your child's phone 
a algorithm that scans images that are outbound. Mm -hmm. And if it thinks it's an illicit image or that they're looking at an illicit image, it will send it to the parent. It'll warn you, hey, you're doing something wrong, and then it'll send it to the parent. Got it. So this is one of those where, yeah, it's for children. Got it. Right. And and with internet being everywhere... It, it can be something that, yeah, it, it's very easy to be looking at stuff you're not supposed to be looking at. I would have been fucked. Yeah. yeah. Yo, my, yeah, for sure. My parents would have had that. I would have been fucked. Oh, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> the only reason you went to your friend who had internet was like, you got internet? Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> you can see everything on internet. Yeah. <laughs> I was playing Doom. Yeah. But, yo, go ahead. So, go ahead. there, there yeah, are people that call are... Call us out like we're all bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so we're this not one, monsters. That's right. This one lands into the middle ground of like, okay, it's opt-in. It's parents choosing to monitor their children. Fine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a gray area for some people right. because they 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 because believe it, it can be used as a tool for good, as a tool for good, but also a tool to monitor people who don't want to be monitored because it's just you just say it's a child account and you're monitoring their device, right? Everybody, so that, everybody's afraid of Big Brother. Everybody's yes. afraid of them. yeah because the, it, it it falls into the areas of where you can be using it improperly and sure, and then other governments. Or any government yes. can abuse China. this <laughs> uh, yes. for their own political yeah. purposes, political gain, or just to control their people. Yes. In North Korea. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where Cuba. these types of databases and facial recognition becomes an issue where they're like, your database is what they scan for. So if someone forces you to give a database of people... And of your choosing and not necessarily illegal images or people mm-hmm. that need to be for whatever it is, mm-hmm. then it can take Monitored this technology reasons. Yeah. yeah, and be used um, improperly. Uh, the third one that people were not so happy with um, was that their scanning of the databases on their end is extended onto their devices if you're using their photo backup system. So if you're opted into, yes, Mm -hmm. if you're opted Mm. into iCloud, they're going to put a hashed version of the database on your device. So your device locally will be scanning whatever you have on your device. Right. And that can also be reported. That's where people are like, that's too far. The device is physically ours in our hands. If something that's on it is explicit in ours, it shouldn't be being scanned in sure. that manner we own the device so that's where hmm. but that's where those legalese come into play where it's that 10,000 pages Correct. of sign your life away so that yeah. you can have an apple phone yes. there, there, was this, like, there was this thing called the patriot act yeah, under Bush. yeah. 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 they've been watching us I for a while i served my guys. country <laughs> and we 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 value freedom yes right and so it becomes that slippery slope that argument that is always hey these are freedoms we fought hard to have, and we are slowly giving them yes. back. Yes, and I've heard some people, and it was a better described instead of um, better I have described no- than me. No, <laughs> okay, thank you. They, no, no, thank you for correcting. They'll yeah. say, <laughs> they'll say, because a lot of it was like, well, if you got nothing to hide, and um, someone had came up with something better in terms of, well, I have nothing I want to share with you. Mm-hmm. It's not I have nothing to hide. I have nothing I want to share with Big Brother. This is when it's in my home, it's private. My phone, my computer, my tablet, it should be also considered private. But Apple and some other companies have been very big on, and this is where right to repair comes into handy, is almost forcing your device to be locked by them so that you paid for it and you own it. But the laws that were, they're trying to surround it is that you're not necessarily owning as much as it's almost more like a lease. Because mm. they want it to have where if their software is on it, they kind of still own it too. And they could do whatever they want. And you're limited to even take it to a local person who knows how to repair it to repair it. And the right to repair it, that's a whole right. separate issue we could yeah. talk about it on another time. But this this third level of scanning is where people are like, it, it, it's becoming complicated because Phone devices are technically not in the Constitution. Sure. 
Which, so when they're looking at the laws, they go very specifically the way they're written. Right. So since the phone itself specifically is not in there, it can fall into a gray area where you see where some cops will forcibly try to get passwords where it's like, no, you can't. But if it's a fingerprint, they can put your hand on. But technically, the fingerprint's the password, and they shouldn't be allowed to. But mm-hmm. depending on where it is, since it's still a gray area right. and the laws aren't written for those devices yet... And that's where this scanning comes in, where the laws aren't written for this particular use. There's some gray that says no, but it's all in how a judge interprets it. Right. So to piggyback off of that, something that I've seen that also is kind of disturbing and um, political as well. I watched on uh, Disney Plus uh, The What If. <laughs> and... Uh, they made Agent Carter Captain America. The, yes. It was, what if Captain America or Steve Rogers never became Captain America? <laughs> Peggy Carter became Captain America. And uh, I was offended. Captain America <laughs> is my favorite fucking character. <laughs> I, I liked it. I did too. I, 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 did too. <laughs> I thought the animation was great. I thought the whole storyline was dope. But There's a lot of places. They could, I mean, that used to be like a whole comic series back in the 90s, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yes. a great one too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, they this had... dude, this dude that's in the background, the Watcher. Yes. Uh, is, is that technically, is that, are they referring to Kang or is that a whole different? No, 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 no. That's, no, a, whole no, that's a whole that's a whole different race. Whole different race. All right, good. Correct. Yeah. All right, yes. good. All right, because yeah. I, I was like, wait a minute, are they making this dude like the, <laughs> like the watch? He's was, a dick. What's he? Doing? Yeah, he was very prevalent in like the Silver Surfer. Yes. Uh, Fantastic Four. When the cosmic threats would come out, yes. that's when you would see the Watcher. But he yes. just watches. Yes, they're recording history essentially. Yes. That's Basically, what their race does. Uh, so the Watcher is all for the the Apple really. really yes, really, yeah, really okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. they don't. They, right. They're like, go ahead, but we don't need it. Yes, yeah. 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 They watch all of the timelines. They're basically yeah. like the the journalists of the galaxy yes, and the cosmos, I guess. Yeah, they're historians. Yes, yeah. and they're basically bitches. They never really <laughs> ever ever are supposed to get involved, but I know that occasionally that rule kind of gets broken. Yes. So they um, so they and, just and, they just like to watch. In particular yeah, in perps. particular they're Marvel's version of yeah. Purge. Yeah. I, I, I had some friends like that. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. They just like, to watch. Just, they like to watch. Yeah. Just just around <laughs> Earth, like Earth is special. We got like three or four Green Lanterns. Every other yes. sector has one. Yes. Our watcher that watches Earth in particular tends to bend the rules ever so slightly, but Earth was messed with if you're going by the comic lore by some of the previous the, by the people that created the Eternals had messed with Earth. So uh. Earth in itself in the comic lore is unique, which is why that's how they explain why humans have so many different ways of getting to abilities where others don't. Right. Because the humans had been messed with and created an yes. off-branch of Eternals, and then they created an off-branch of the Deviants. We are the center an, of the universe. An off-branch. <laughs> We're so special. Yes. Of mutants. And, you know, so yes, all of these yes. little off-branches are from... The Earth being messed with, you know, in the past right. in comic history. So Earth has a, a, a special place, obviously, mm. in the universe of the comics. Right. Like they say in the Three Amigos, a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> a plethora? A plethora. <laughs> it's a sweater. <laughs> Which is my favorite line in that whole goddamn movie. But no, um, I'm, I'm really excited about the whole What If series as a whole. I hope they dive into some of the... Uh, comic book favorites. I know that they're probably planning on doing the whole zombie what if. Yeah, I, I, I saw. I saw the trailer. There's like an episode definitely coming up with that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They had some really good ones. They had one uh, comic. I think it was like, what if Deadpool killed all of like the Marvel yeah. universe? I, yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice if they jump into those, but I think I don't think they can. They're going to. I think they're going to stick into the characters and the the timeline they established. Sure. As much as the what if comics have some great ideas yeah. they may take some and blend them i think they're going to use that to play off the multiverse yeah. with kang to play yeah. off the characters and the timeline that they have What's to expand into this next phase of the moral yeah. universe that was, that was my question because when i saw him in the background it says i'm i am the watcher i was like oh is that kang i figured i was gonna ask you <laughs> I didn't, now he's just some cosmic yeah, no, pervert kang, kang right. the conqueror <laughs> is a totally different kind of uh, timeline uh, genius. Yeah, like Kang's just an Kang's, evil genius. And Kang's and got sure, a dozen different names. Yeah. So, so like we'll, even, we'll probably touch on him a lot throughout yeah, even, the coming yeah. years. Even the Kang that they presented us with was an amalgam of various Kangs. The one uh, who uh, remains. Yeah, the one yes. who remains. Who in the comics is 
usually somebody different. Not a Kang, but sometimes a Kang. In this one, he was kind of a mix of Kang and uh, the Immortus persona and a little bit of like uh, the older version of Iron Lad where he was the the goodest version of Kang. Okay. Where he he could have been more of a dick with that much power. Right, but he chose not to. But he chose to, to... do what he had to do to minimize the damage to the timeline from his other versions. Got it. Nice. Got I it. actually been reading some articles about how smart Kang is, but he still doesn't quite understand the timeline. Yes. Uh, you know, as as much as he should. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's still a human. Right. Literally, he's still a human, so he's still fallible. So even if you have all that data, you're still trying to process. All of that data. Good fucking luck. Right. So he's got the 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 prowess of a godlike uh, uh, villain, but just not all the smarts to go along with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They can't make him perfect. Otherwise, how did they ever get past him? Sure. Yeah. You can't beat him then. <laughs> so how about you, Ian? Uh, anything new? I watched What If Two. I enjoyed it. I'm excited to see what uh what what comes from it. Um. There's a there's a new anime out on Netflix, Shaman King. Uh, I watched ah. the first episode of it. It's it's good. It's just my brother was more into it, and apparently there's a, there's a magazine that comes out in Japan, Shonen Jump. It's where yes. a lot of the uh, the Naruto, the One Piece. It's where a lot of those anime spawn from. Yes, got it. Shonen. Uh, the original Shaman King was a show a long time ago, and it got criticized for being too kiddie, too mm. dumbed down. Apparently, the manga and the the comic book was fantastic. Everybody right. loved it. But when they tried to make it a like a actual anime cartoon, yeah. they made it to like Saturday morning cartoonish. Yeah. It pushed a lot of the viewers away. Yeah. This one was better. It's just I, I didn't really get into the manga like my brother did. It was, yeah. it was okay. Yeah. It was all I right. Really hate I hate when mean, they take IPs and they water them down thinking this is what everybody wants. It's like, no, what people like about what they were reading or watching previously is exactly the formula that you should continue yeah. with. Yes. MTV did that with a show couple years ago called Shannara. Yeah. They murdered that. The Shannara series was a book series, a fantasy series going on for 20 plus years mm. from Terry Brooks. Mm-hmm. And he wrote this whole series. He wrote the Angel Fire East and a bunch of other fantasy series. But the Shannara series was fantastic. I would even put it right there with like a, almost like a Game of Thrones. Not quite as epic and prolific as the, the Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. but at least on par. It yeah. had its own version of elves. Like it's a, It was a futuristic earth that had somehow... It's it seemed like fantasy past, right. but it was our post apocalyptic Earth. Okay, it's, cool. it's actually a great book series if you want to get into it. And it's like there's, I, there's I'm fif- always a fan of post apocalyptic. There's 15, That's 16 books in it. Nice. It's amazing. Are there pictures? It's like kind of kind of color color by. I need like a, a <laughs> I need good pop up. I need a uh, I need some good <laughs> some good glossy photos in the middle. You know, fill out some of the pages. But if you, if you read the books, the books are fantastic. Right, they, they draw you in. They got great characters. It's very adult. The, the MTV show, it, it was like a teen yeah. love. I was like, Jesus. They, they, they bastardized <laughs> yeah. it. I was but so pissed. It's, and that's very common with uh, with anime because a lot of anime, especially when it first started coming over, was targeted towards kids like Sunday morning cartoons, yeah. which in Japan, they're not. Right. No. They're, they're, they're actually usually more teenager and a lot of times also adult, which is why the manga a lot of times is much more graphic. The original Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, those artists, they didn't hold back. They drew dick. (laughs) People were punching holes through people. And I mean legitimately punching holes through people. Shout out to my friend Jawi, because he was the one who introduced me to Dragon Ball, and he had um, VHS from China. Mm -hmm. So it was the unedited version with all the curses, there was nothing like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is Piccolo, what'd he say? What'd he say? <laughs> Wasn't he what? the kid that stole quarter waters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I cannot confirm. No, no, no. Or deny. No, 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 it was you. <laughs> it was you. I know it. <laughs> no, 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 it was you. Yeah, yeah I drank some of those. Yeah. Good. Good. But that, that, that's, <laughs> no, no, that's it was you. standard fare. Even for the ones that they don't water down for children, there is translations that are lost just culturally from right. Japanese to American. So yeah. some of the shows, even if they transfer from page to screen image exactly, just the translation from right. Japanese to American can completely change the tone yeah. of the show. Because yeah. culturally, it's it's a different yeah. view. Yes. And they want to see things. The audiences, I know, you know, um, not to drag it out, but... 
I it was the same thing when they brought Spider Man to Japan. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's Spider-Man a completely in different America, character. Yeah. Spider Man in Japan, like Spider Man in, in Japan, had like a Voltron robot. Yeah, he would jump into to fight these. Uh, what do you call those big ass monsters? Kaiju. Kaiju. Yeah. Kaiju. Kaiju's. Kaiju's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's fighting kaiju's in the street. Spider Man's got a gun. He was completely domesticated. He had a whole family, like, sequences yep. of going yeah. back, taking care of spider kids. Yeah, well, yeah the, the, the Japanese people, you know, they got to fight off giant monsters on a weekly yes. basis. Yeah, they, so, they, I mean, they, 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 they love their giant monsters and giant robots. Yeah, well, yes. Oh, them, Gundam, Godzilla, Gundam yes. shows are there? Evangelion. For them, <laughs> for them, their market was, we make a show, but we want to sell toys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it was really how much they can make off of everything commercially. But it was actually a pretty interesting version. You ever see the you ever see the anime version of the X Men? Oh, oh yeah, I see. I've pr- seen the animated damn. Wolverine, which it's, was it's, solid. It's pretty dope. It was it's damn good. Yeah, I seen animated Batman, good. Batman, Batman Ninja. That was yep. that was that was good. Dope. That was mm-hmm. good. I, I gotta see that. Yeah, no, they made. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's an anime X Men. They made good. animated. It was Wolverine. They did. It was uh, X Men. There was a couple of them specifically for the Japanese audience, and they were excellently they were. done. That's that's. I mean, Wolverine wasn't like. Five foot three anymore. He no, was he like wasn't. he was like Hugh Jackman, six foot two, yeah. but he was still Wolverine in his after, attitude. After Hugh Jackman played Wolverine, they're like, I don't know, maybe Wolverine is too short. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, just as long as they don't make him, uh, you know, uh, a three ring master of a circus, Wolverine. I'm yeah. okay with it. Hugh Jackman, you fucked up but, with but, that movie. But he he does Nelson, have Nelson hates musicals. Uh, I absolutely are... hate musicals. I do. If you go into his background, he does have some minor uh, animal communication kind of senses. So when he goes feral and he's running with wolves, he has a level of, like, understanding with them. So he would be a very good ringmaster. I reject this. Well, but most, no, most it's canon. I reject this it's wholeheartedly. Canon. Most, it's most, canon. Most short, furry Canadian guys can talk to him. So it's, you know, it's a, it sounds okay, about wait. right. All right, I'm back with you. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. So let's jump into the meat and potatoes of we the We still podcast. haven't touched on today's subject. We haven't yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big, yeah, big brother watching our phones. Yeah. And we so we, in- we were going into mobile gaming and all mm-hmm. things mobile gaming. And that used to mean things like uh, Game Boy, which, which Nintendo is straight dominated mobile gaming forever, which we could touch on at some point. With the DS. But Yep. The Game oh, Boy. Oh, yeah. No, there was... Uh, Undisputed champion of six, six versions of the Game Boy, four versions of the DS, four versions of the 3DS, and three versions of the Switch. God, Nintendo damn. has dominated mobile. When you how look many, at... How many versions of the PSP? Three. Okay. Three. <laughs> and, and Sega successfully did one because, let's be honest, nobody had the fucking Nomad. They yeah, did the two what? consoles. Nobody had the Nomad. I didn't even know the Nomad existed. Yeah, yeah the Nomad essentially played full size Sega Genesis games. Holy shit! So it was a big boy, like so it was like carrying a boombox on your shoulder. <laughs> it, it was like the size of the Game Gear, <laughs> but you had full size. Right, so it was like carrying the, the original cell phones that were like a brick. Yeah. Oh out of your yeah, house. Like, it was a skateboard. Yo, I it's, remember it's those guys boy. were cool too. Like back in the day, like hey, got a cell phone. He's like, hold on, let me get my backpack antenna up. Right. Yep. Like but, a uh, World War II radio like, guy. Go Joe! Go Joe! <laughs> <laughs> we need artillery! But mo- mobile gaming now, it's it's billions. Billions of dollars and billions of players. And really, it, it started with, you know, Farmville and uh, Zenga Wait, so just to be on clear, uh, Facebook. Mobile gaming just isn't cell phones, then you're saying. Mobile gaming definitely crosses over into Multiple handheld yep. games. Yes. Yeah, because mobile yeah. gaming used to be, uh, it used to just be Game Boy. It right. was Nintendo. Mobile gaming, was, uh, everybody keeps trying to jump in, and I got some other, like, GDP and uh, the AI and the Steam Deck that's trying to get into mobile gaming, but they're trying to hit a different segment of mobile gaming. They're making handheld PCs, so they're trying to give you a portable PC. So they're, they're, they're trying to make a new segment of mobile gaming, but in the normal day-to-day, the casual of mobile gaming, that's essentially your cell phone. And that that really kicked off with those really shitty, annoying games, everybody trying to sell you some fucking thing on Farmville or somebody trying to make you join their mafia yeah. on Facebook. Yo, and, fuck those people. And, I swear to God. <laughs> every time I, like, I would give out warnings. Like, that's the third Farmville request you sent me. I'm going to fucking block you, dude. 
So look, I'm gonna block you, Grandma. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna block you. If you yeah. leave, if you leave the same photo long enough, people stop sending you because they're like, he hasn't even updated his photo. Yeah, I don't want your shit. Yeah. Want, leave me alone. Wait, okay. wait a second. I know you're not trying to sneak in your shitty Christmas profile pic as a good reason. I love to avoid that you hate that games. picture so much. I love it. Yeah, we took a vote online, and everybody wants you to get rid of it. It's yeah. definitely. Oh, don't no, worry. I know exactly gonna... what picture I'm taking to replace it. <laughs> it's definitely going to be your Instagram picture. It has to yeah. be. <laughs> there were some good games that came out of the mobile game. I mean, I remember I enjoyed Angry Birds. Mm-hmm. Angry Birds was a fun oh, concept. I've, I've played it was. Angry Birds. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies. I put a lot of time in on that. I think I got every achievement on that. There have been some that have been excellent games, but a lot of them have certain mechanics built in. A Clash of Clans. A very simple, easy to pick up mm-hmm. that becomes very repetitive. Right. That becomes where you hit a wall where the only way of getting past is pay. money. Microtransactions. That is pay that that play. that is the the essentials of, of a lot, a lot. The majority of the casual mobile game market is what they're trying to do is find what they call whales. A handful of people that are gonna spend a shitload of money. And that's where the company makes them. So they're they're so, aiming at those people. So it has nothing to do with weight. The weight of the their way, pocketbooks. No, the whales. And the weight <laughs> and the weight of their wallets. That's what that's what they're going after. Yeah. No, but and and that's exactly like I would play um I played the Marvel Contest of Champions. I played the Mortal Kombat version on my phone as well. Yep. I never really got into the Angry Birds or the Candy Crushes, but I didn't because I knew like I love to game and that if I get into a game I don't mind spending the money. Yes. So even when I was playing Marvel Contest of Champions, it got to a point where I'm like, "Oh shit! I spent fifty dollars this month on the game. Yeah. I deleted it from my phone <laughs> wow. at that point. I'm just like, I I don't have the discipline to ignore it. Mm-hmm. So I have yeah. to get rid of it so that I won't. Yeah. There's you know, a bunch of them. I will. Into it. I will play, and they 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 very have very similar puzzle style Tetrisy mechanics. And as soon as I hit the point where it becomes very clear you can't go anywhere forward without having to spend money, that's when I hit the delete. I'll enjoy it for what it is while it's going, killing time, sitting, waiting for whatever bullshit. You're at a doctor's office. As soon as it hits the, like, no, you clearly can't get yeah. any Post further. Post a link to your bank account. Yeah. Pay me? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> link Fucking your, goodbye. Link, link your PayPal. So was, no. was Angry Birds like that? Because I've never No, it. Angry Birds. I mean, I'm sure you could, but it was just fun. I mean, you shot different types of birds at these box setups. It was, it was birds versus pigs. <laughs> Yeah. It was the simplest concept ever. <laughs> and I used to talk shit. I was like, why the hell are these kids playing Birds versus and then, But there'd be like a big fat-ass bird you could fire at. It, and it, was, it, was, it actually drew you in. Yeah. And Plants vs. Zombies was amazing. Yeah, neither of those. Don't let I, the zombies get to the house. And there were different plants. Yeah, I've played them. Okay. And, okay. They, and, and I've never, at least I've never run into a point where you couldn't strategically work your way past that yeah. level. That right. was the big thing. For, when I would play a mobile game, if I would play, it was always the strategy aspect of it. It'd be like a tower defense game. Yes. It would be something like that. Because my biggest problem with the mobile gaming outside of the consoles, because I, I, I'd love the, the handheld consoles, yeah. but it's just it's so hard to play on a phone. Sure. Like, yes. like I, my thing is I would get emulators, right. and I would try to play these games that I grew up on, and outside of like the turn-based RPGs that I love, the JRPGs, it was hard to play certain ones because it'd be like, all right, now enter this password. Right. Or you try to play like a Mega Man Legends where you have to turn, you know, use the and split second timing you doesn't work. You cannot do that. You, right. you can't. Like, there's no way to accomplish certain things. And that's where, like, you know, you guys were telling me about the controllers they're making to go yes. with these mobile games. Yeah, they're but, making yeah. some new peripherals. Microsoft that are is going come. hard with the mobile and the streaming gaming. Uh, what's, the what's, 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 what's PlayStation doing? Crickets. That's mm. what they're doing. <laughs> Wait, actually. Nope, wrong button. Nope. Let's hear some more. Dude, you're fired. Get the fuck off the bed. <laughs> Get off the sound machine. <laughs> he was like, fail. Damn it. Fail. 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 Damn it. It's here somewhere. It's, it's here. Somewhere. No, no, you got it, bro. No, no, no. no. We, 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 st- we stole <laughs> the sound. You're, you're just like PlayStation right now. We have nothing oh, to God. give. Nothing coming down the pipeline. <laughs> I think no. I, I think I removed it for uh, our outro music is what yeah, happened. Yeah. <laughs> we just gotta change it, change it at random weekly. Yeah, yeah, just to fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't think PlayStation has released any information as to what they're doing and where they're going. They may be trying to play a strategic role because they already seem to be losing the console wars this time around. Um, they are selling what they're putting out, but as far as I think the 
community at large, everybody's favoring the Xbox yeah, Series X. Xbox is actually giving announcements, telling them what's happening, and they're pushing to expand to streaming sticks, to your phone, to your tablet. Anywhere that you have a screen, they're pushing for ways to put your games, console-quality games yeah. nonetheless, there. PlayStation, PlayStation has been silent for like the last year and a half. They've released a couple of blogs, a couple of this, but... Listen to anyone that's reporting on PlayStation. There's a lot of what are they doing? Yes. We don't know. We're hoping there's a, a conference coming up. As a PlayStation fan, I'm hoping they're just patiently waiting. And, uh, <laughs> that, know, just, I mean, just release all these great games. Yeah, yeah. At the, when, at the very last minute, they're like, ah, now that you have all bought Xbox Series X, <laughs> this is what we yes. are doing. <laughs> yeah. So when E3 had came past, what some PlayStation fans did was they essentially took all the games that were announced that were also coming to PlayStation and they cut that together as like the PlayStation trailer because PlayStation did nothing. They, they're yeah. running on a very old mindset. One could say they're running off of Steam. <laughs> which is uh, a mobile platform. A mo <laughs> it is a mobile platform that's coming up, and they're tr Listen, they're pushing. Guys, I'm I'm waiting for Elden Ring. I'm waiting for Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. I'm waiting for Dragon Quest yes. 12. Uh, you and I'm every hoping. other PlayStation fanboy. <laughs> yes, yes. At least I'm loyal. No, you are. You are. You are. <laughs> I mean, PlayStation has has definitely got steam behind them these last couple of years and so, generations so, which people are hoping and holding on to but i i think i it, to me it seems like they're holding on to a mentality of don't give any bad news and if they're having to announce everything that's happened with covid and all of these game delays and everything that's been pushed back they're just saying nothing hoping that that's the better strategy where xbox is like here's what happened this got delayed right this is moving up Here's where we're doing and this. People can respect that. They're dropping conference after conference after conference, and they're showing everything that they're doing, and they're talking about things that they want to do and that they're implementing and trying to do. They're sure. just letting them know everything that's happening. Phil Spencer is on podcast after podcast, giving everything away and letting everybody know this is what we're aiming after. Okay, so we already know that it's a failed strategy, right? So... It has failed for mobile devices. There have been a very uh, a, like streaming services, mm -hmm. consoles made to play with games on the go. Oh yeah, that they have dumped like zero um, effort into announcing it to. There's the been general entire audience. consoles that so never came out just straight outside vaporware. of the people that are really deep into gaming, looking forward to these things. The casual player has no fucking idea that they're coming out, and so what happens is they gravitate towards. What they know, yep, and they won't leave those platforms because, as far as Steam is concerned, right? Is it something that's going to be played across platforms? Is it just a service Steam, for streaming games so, independent of so these other devices? Steam is PC. It, it's essentially I'm like out. PC. Eh. Yeah. Next. All right. So what? What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> but with Microsoft, that makes them cross-platform because Microsoft is pushing for whatever you're playing on you can play with us as well. Mm. They're trying to get as many people capable of playing together regardless of what you're playing on. Like Minecraft, I could be playing on a phone, on a console, on the PlayStation, on the Xbox. It doesn't matter. It's all Minecraft. It's all connected if you want it to be. So Steam, that they're essentially the PC, the one of the big boys in PC. There's a handful. They're really the biggest. Right. So what they're pushing themselves is a mobile console, a, a literal mobile PC. They're not the first. GDP's been doing it for a little while. They've dropped a couple of, uh, of mobile PCs along the lines uh, um, of what they're doing. AIA is another platform where they've done the same thing. What's interesting with Steam is they left their console open. So if you want, you can take off their skin, throw Windows on, Still get the Steam store and all the Steam games, but then you can also get Xbox mm. platform on there. You can get, you know, any other streaming game platform on there, any other PC game store on there. So you turn it completely to a right. mobile PC. So now we're all gamers. Are you even looking forward to more mobile gaming devices? Or is it like me? I'm, I'm an at-home 
gamer. Like I like to play at the comfort of my couch and and with a controller I'm, on my I'm, console. Yeah, I'm pretty traditional too. It, to me, it's always it's there's just something about like you're in your house, you got the console on. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's it's nostalgia in a way. Yeah. So I mean, I, the only time I really play games is like you know going to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah mobile I'm games. At work, and if I'm, <laughs> if I'm, I'm in my office, like, yo, hold on a second, <laughs> gotta get past this level. <laughs> They're like, oh, cool, you're fired. Yeah. All right, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've been the same way with PC games. There's I've many times yeah. bought in a powerful enough PC to play PC games, and just don't. the The most I ever play on it is a couple of RTSs because RTSs on console are are exceptionally clunky minus you know some of the halo ones dungeons 3 runs very well but you look at it and you still go man a mouse would make this so much yeah. smoother rts has always been a pc dominated thing yeah. starcraft yeah. Warcraft. Yeah. i mean yeah. it's always been but so even with the peripherals that are coming out because i know you were saying like it's a little clunky playing off the phone and i agree which is what keeps me away from it if they had this, like, I believe it's called the Pro Handle with the Xbox. I don't yep. know it's an Xbox thing. But if they had something <laughs> similar for the PlayStation. Let's I guess it's going to push me away. <laughs> <laughs> let's, say, oh. let's say the PlayStation makes a, a, a play version of that. Would you even be interested in picking up that kind of a device to play on your phone on the go? I, I mean, to be honest with you, probably not really. I mean, yeah. I mean it's... I, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's tough. It's tough. Because even, like... Any of the mobile PC ones that are coming out, they're designed where you can plug them up to your TV, plug them up to a monitor. So you're taking your game, you're, what you're taking with you is not just your game. You're taking a whole computer. So wherever you go, you're there with your game. So you get to, back to home, you plug it in like it would be a dock. But this is on your just, phone? Oh, well, on your phone and on some of these streaming, like the Steam Deck and Aya, they're designed See, to like be... It yeah, like it seems lot. like a lot of extra shit that like you're going to have to carry with you. And I don't like fanny packs. So I don't see any other way unless not that we're hating on you if you do. Yeah, I mean, if you do, like I mean, you'd have to have basically a man bun and a satchel. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) To well, they plug in with USB C, so all you need is a USB C cord to HDMI, and it plugs to the TV, and that's it. Right. You just said a bunch of letters, so (laughs) USB C. (laughs) Hold on. Let me let me write this down. It's It's a it's a plug. A B C. Uh-huh. Easy uh-huh. as one, two, three. Got Sounds it. about right. right. Yeah, yeah. Little Michael Jackson throwback. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? Little Do Re Mi. Right, but they're I mean they're they're taking, you know, a little lead way from like uh, what Nintendo has where you have a dock, so when you get where you're going, you just drop it in, it goes onto the T V. Yeah. So it goes from mobile to not mobile. Right. You know, readily, pretty readily. I don't, they'll probably never be able to recreate the magic of Pokemon though, you know. They'll just won't be able to. Nintendo well, kind of I mean that's go killed. For a long time. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, po- it's, Pokemon Go did kill a lot of children no, no. walking out in front of cars. I remember that. I damn remember it, that. Damn yeah. it. Pokemon, that Pokemon Go is still one of the top earning mobile games. It's in the top 20, I believe. So how come there hasn't been any other predecessors or, you know... Oh, they attempted. They attempted it with a Harry Potter version. Oh, really? And Like a Fantastic Beast kind of deal? Yes. The problem is nobody gives a fuck about Harry Potter and the Fantastic it, Beasts. Well, the they like Harry, Harry Potter... People like Harry Potter, but the other guy that came on, chasing Eddie, down Eddie, the whatever, Eddie Redmond. <laughs> Eddie yeah, Redmond, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. What was he, chasing platypus? <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. There was a platypus in platypus. that Platypus. <laughs> What's the other, the bird? Well, so, well, when, you, when you're dealing <laughs> with, when you're dealing with Harry <laughs> Potter. Mandingo? No, wait, that's a totally different um, thing. Mandingo's a whole different thing. Yeah. So, some people stop at the books. Anything beyond the books is no longer canon. Right. Some people will stop at the play because the play does kind of retcon some stuff and break some of the story from the books. Is it a musical? So, it is a musical, no, I, I believe. Watch it. Come on, Nelson. No, no watch it together. The, the, <laughs> the, book was in, the book was interesting in the way it expanded on some of it, but some of it did break some of what was established in the main books. But she wasn't the only writer in there. It was two other people, and she would essentially okay what they were doing. I never, I actually only ever read one of the Harry Potter books. My brother was really big into it. Um, but I like the movies. I enjoyed the theme park. It's, mm-hmm. it's a great story. It is. Yeah. And it's an original idea, which mm-hmm. you got to give J.K. Rowling credit for that. It's just now I think they're just trying to. Yeah. Well, there was a, a short story that was very similar that I believe that came out beforehand, but she had a lot of the stuff 
written yeah. um, in her own journals and whatnot prior yeah. to all that. But yeah, it's it's one of those like there's a line where some people are like, ah, we end at the original book. Some people right. are like, we'll take the movies because she was very important in writing the screenplay for the movies. But at some right. point they had owned the rights. So if she didn't take a large portion into the writing, they sure. were going to write whatever the fuck they wanted. Right. And, and they would do the George R. R. Martin thing and just fuck up. The correct. Rest. Oh, he's so, never finishing those books. No, Ever. No, but he's he's so brilliant. It's like when you watch the first couple of seasons and then you get to the last one, you're like, man, I could see how this one man played such an integral role yes. with the interweavings of the whole storyline that when it gets to the end, they have a team of writers and they still couldn't quite bring you the same yeah, magic. As, as much as they tried to even bring in him and, and tried to help guide and steer it, it, it loses that personal touch of one person yeah, typing right. away on that old ass computer system that he uses. If you ever see it, it's fucking ancient, but, but it works, but it works. Everybody yeah. has a process. Yes. Right? So then my, my, my thing is like a lot of the games that I feel succeed on mobile gaming almost are like from like the 16 bit era. Yes. Right? Like they're just like uh, fun games, easy to play. They, you could get through it in 20 minutes. Even the newer ones lean into that aesthetic they never really because it works well on a small screen. Right, right. And and a lot of times when you're playing on your mobile device, battery life plays a big factor. And even though the batteries are getting better and better, oh, yeah. you have to assume that when you're playing a game like that, you know you're going to be draining the shit I out of your phone. I destroyed my Nexus 6 playing Pokemon Go. It, it the battery lasts maybe ten minutes from a hundred to zero because I would be playing it constantly running in my pocket so that's the battery running with the GPS constantly and then so not the proudest moment in your life mm, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the game um, and when it would die I would be I would plug it in to a battery pack yeah. and keep it going so, so here's it, Eddie it with all his the shit skills, out of it yeah. with all his jujitsu skills. In the park, knocking over kids like, I need that Jigglypuff. <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Hey, tell your mom to my gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think Pokemon was one of the driving forces for me to play um, a lot of the handhelds. I remember I jailbroke a DS, and I think I put every <laughs> single, I put every generation of Pokemon on there. From like, it was like, I got the Gen 3 and then stopped. Yeah, right. Because I stopped at the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. So Emerald was like as, as far as I went. Um, and then I think the the DS, when I jailbroke it, I got everything from Gen 3. I, I didn't get Sword and Shield. What is that? Gen 7 or 8? It's um, uh, I, I, They keep adding so many. I, ha I, I have I'm, a I'm copy up, of Sword I never, and Shield. I never played Sword and Shield because it's on the Switch. Now they're yeah. going Now they're going to, to console, it seems. Right. So yeah. I, I played up to, I think it was Sun and Moon. It's, yeah. a, it's one where you're in Hawaii. Anyway, it was the re it was the Alo I mean, the Alolan region they call it. Yes, but anyway, I, I I that's the one driving force that got me into mobile games was yeah. I wanted to catch up with Pokemon. Honestly, I, I was pr I'm probably on the outside of mobile gaming because the the Game Gear yeah. was my favorite handheld device, and I think maybe you know it was the age had something to do with it. Like, I didn't mind. Like, I felt fancy with the big-ass briefcase or all the little cartridges yeah. well, and the little plastic Well, you got to remember, like, the Game Boy was still, shit. like, that green and black. And then you had yep. a color screen. So yeah. it was like, you felt like, Bro, man, like, this listen. is big, but it's in color. Listen, yeah. you, felt, you felt like a doctor. You're like, hold on a second. Take out the console. Need the magnifying glass. <laughs> got a third light. Hold on a second, fans. Jetpack. Ready to go. What are you playing? Tetris. Yeah. In color, though. In color. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was the Sonic was a great game for, for the mobile gaming. I enjoyed their version of Sonic on there. And they had some other uh, games that were fun. But, like, the DS was more of a my daughter's thing. She enjoyed it. Because, again, I think for me, maybe mobile gaming on the fly is fun. Little fun games that can yeah. play in 10 minutes and be gone and be done with it. But that age range where... You have the free time to play, and you're yes. going to a friend's house, or you're in the car while your parents are driving, and you can play a mobile Especially game. with the way some of these mobile games are designed. They're designed for you to keep playing nonstop. The only way to, to get ahead and stay ahead, because they're, they're, they're designed to be so massively multiplayer, mm -hmm. 
The only way to keep up with the people you start with is to be playing more than them. That That's it. Pay money right. or play more than and them. And see, that's where I think that they're going to stop with making the actual handheld consoles and why they want to switch over into mobile on your phone is because they can charge you. It's a monetization yes. thing. They can make a lot of money. They make like millions. Candy Crush. How many downloads? Oh, Jesus. When we were, we were doing the research for this and we were trying to figure out, um, like, Okay, we're trying to because I, I, my knowledge on mobile gaming, yeah. I think maybe like yours was probably limited. Yes. Fucking, they made a billion dollars in a year. Fuck. That's crazy. <laughs> a year of, oh, fucking Candy Crush! Yeah. It's like it's like it's like Down syndrome Tetris. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, it's what the hell? And two point seven three billion downloads. That's yes. a third of the planet. Yeah. That's it, it definitely blew my mind too. I didn't know that it was that prevalent. Oh yeah, or that that many people were spending, and those were adults, right? Oh yeah, Candy Crush is adults I can, I cannot spending tell you. adult money <laughs> on Magic Swords, basically, or oh, bejeweled yeah. special. I don't know. I haven't played the game. Work, working yeah, in can, the medical candy yeah. mallets or whatever it candy was, right? Yes. Working <laughs> in the medical field, I cannot tell you how many adults come in for their visit. They don't even talk. They walk in, like you call their name. They walk into the office. They're fucking playing Candy Crush oh, on a tablet. Yeah. They're an adult, <laughs> a grown ass man playing Candy Crush, and he's just sitting down. I'm like, sir, what are how, you doing? How's your knee feeling? Oh, it's good. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Is it god. because all the endorphins are being released into your body at the same time? It's like, I can see you playing 30. Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, your CMC arthritis is obviously better, sir. Uh-huh. But see, those kind of platforms, those kinds of things scare me. Like it's like. When I'm playing on the console, like I've stopped buying like EA Sports games, yeah, um, because they force you to spend an exorbitant amount of money to get what essentially used to come in the package for the sixty dollars. Oh, yeah. I've said it many times. Oh, everybody now they want you to get their game pass, their season pass, mm-hmm. their battle pass, whatever it is. Your sixty dollars wasn't enough. They want right. you to keep paying year after year more. You you just bought the game. Good. Here's another forty. We need you to not just to not even get content, but you're gonna pay forty for the privilege of grinding to hopefully get to the gun at the end of the content. It gives you a little bit of an advantage that we're gonna nerf as soon as the people that didn't play complain enough. And good luck finding a game that doesn't have uh, payable DLC. Sure. I mean, yeah. everything, ha- most every game has like, okay, uh, well, you can get these costumes or yeah. there's a couple side quests, but they're gonna cost you $9.99. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Assassin's Creed and I'm interested in what they're gonna do with the next one because they are talking about making a live service game. So a lot of the talks is they're taking all of the different worlds they've created with Assassin's Creed and all of that story mm-hmm. and putting it into a singular package. But I I just, I'm tired of every game has to be a live service game. God damn it, make another Grand Theft Auto. It's been 10 years. But they won't because oh, yeah. it's a cash cow. You've got the money to make the next, the next Grand Theft Auto better be fucking spectacular. Yeah. You've had so much money and so much time. That game better be the greatest fucking game you know ever. what they could do. They and it better be on the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't. Um, but <laughs> what they can do is they could take from the Fast and Furious franchise and they could launch people into space <laughs> with their cars. <laughs> that might bring me back to the game. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Tyrese in space they'll, with Ludacris? They'll, they'll definitely be a billionaire in space side quest in Rockstar's <laughs> It seems like real billionaires are fulfilling their own side quests. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Flying themselves into space now. I, you know, the, you know the only good thing about uh, all this casual gaming is already established AAA casual games, especially over COVID. People have been picking up. So games like Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing, The Sims, these very much more casual, play-at-your-own-pace, exploratory games a lot of people have been playing. And I have seen some of that game style actually coming to mobile. Okay. Um, it was a Tiny Veil, which i seen, which it's an RPG. It's, it looks like it's everything from an RPG without actually having to fight anything. It's all the exploring, it's all the talking, it's all the towns, and right. it's all of that. Without the stress of having to figure out a battle system, 
But uh. but now, isn't a tiny bale what you use when you get out of the shower? Oh, yes, absolutely. Just... Ever so slightly. It's, it's, it's not too far. It's, you know, just come yeah, down yeah, about yeah, here. Yeah. It's just <laughs> enough. It just, it's enough it's to just simulate enough. hair. Right. Yes. Just uh, so I can remember uh, what it used to be like. Oh, oh nice. Very nice. <laughs> it's all right. No, no. I mean, as far as even like new mobile games, I would really have to dive into looking at what they have to be completely honest yeah. because like like ian said earlier like i really don't know enough about it i've been looking into it now and i am fascinated by it now looking into it and seeing what they are doing and the fact yeah, that they the, are trying to bring triple a games the amount of money like that they're making Call of duty yes halos those games going mobile but then it just it really comes down to for me how much time am i willing to invest into playing games like that. Like, I like my game space, but I also like my jujitsu space. You have to have family time. Yeah. You gotta work to pay bills unless you're a bum and you live in your parents' basement. <laughs> yeah. Which we don't, we don't hate you either way. We don't hate yeah, you. Yeah. We still love you. We still yeah. love you. Yeah. But, you know, love. go it's outside. Go yeah. outside. The sun exists. Yeah. Yeah. Eat, it, eat a steak. Run it, up the hill. Come on. It, it, is, it is a little weird to try to play some of these big games. I mean, you got un- player unknowns on there and you got... All of these huge console games that they've got mobile versions of where it's like you don't quite get the proper experience of the game because mobile doesn't completely translate over unless you are using some kind of a controller. And and at that point, it it almost feels like you're you're boosting and cheating if you got a controller and everybody else has got those shitty fake thumbsticks on the corner of your screen that never quite work right. Right. Where it's like you feel like a god. I got actual analog sticks. Headshot. It's not a PlayStation controller. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. Does feel good in your hands. Yeah, it does. but like, but what about things like uh, the Google Play Store? Yes, right. That doesn't really monitor what people are putting on. It's a platform where people can put their games that are created on there. Correct. Well, no, all the games are scanned and approved, just like the Apple but Store. But people still complain a lot about malware that are introduced. Oh, it's the same thing with Apple. Yeah, no, no. Well, I'm, 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 tr- I'm trashing Android. So mm-hmm. when trashing Android, we leave Apple alone. Apple's no, you can, great. you, you Listen, keep trying. Go ahead. Hit me up with a free S- phone. Security through obscurity. <laughs> sure, that's that's <laughs> that's that's a great security. That's a you great had model. That in your back pocket. Is that, is that, isn't that a system of a downsong? <laughs> it sounds like it, but that that's how that's how Apple's remain secure, and that's why whenever they find a hack mm-hmm. that works on one Apple phone, it works on all the mm-hmm. Apple phones, which is why people keep getting hacked and it's how the government keeps getting into people's phones and things is Apple hides what their system is doing. So when someone finds it, they sell it, they make a bunch of money and then that software goes through all of their ecosystem because they don't allow for proper pen testing on their security. I had no idea because all I do is listen to iTunes music, (laughs) (laughs) play some YouTube videos and and Google some shit. So uh, I never worry about anybody spying on me. You want to watch me jerking off? Come on down. <laughs> you might learn something, yeah. son. Let me know what time you want to tune in. I'll set yeah, the background for you. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I'm just like, I, I mean, not with the jerking off, but like, oh, okay. <laughs> like you want to collab? My life is just not that interesting. Where if the government, they're like, aha. This is the man we must watch all the time. Is that another jujitsu video? <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Learn the loop choke already. <laughs> it's not that complicated. I can grab. It's like, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> I have learned it through spying on you. Yes, that's right. Well, you know, what's what's interesting is a lot of a lot of people have the same kind of feeling where my life's not that interesting, but these not that interesting people is how most of the hacking into these large corporations have been recently happening hmm. because they like to use the same name and password across all their platforms, including their work platforms. So when these companies lose control of their database of names and passwords, they can cross-reference these names and passwords, and they'll find loopholes in systems where they can put in a name and password, and then they get... That's how the thing with the tankers, the water plant, the meat plant... It wasn't that they cracked a code of some kind or guessed the password. They found an employee. They found a mobile game. They found where he worked. (laughs) They found he was still logged into a program, whether he was there or had been even in one case fired from a year before. Was it a Blizzard game? He. That's a whole separate problem. (laughs) Jesus. 
Uh, and that's how they got in, and that's how they infiltrated. And that's how they got in, and that's how they messed with things was that people would bad security using the same names and passwords, and then they end up messing with things like that. But so you mean my name or my kid's birthday isn't a secure password? No, like Nelson one two three. They'll never crack this code. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not my password. Don't try it. It's not my password. Leave him alone. (laughs) Monkey one two three is the seventh most used password. I think it was at the list. Um, and it gets into there. There's a whole list that that security experts put out, Mm -hmm. and they let you know. (laughs) Yeah, I blame Joe Rogan for that. Because he's always talking about people that are just monkeys. And yeah. everybody's like, oh, Joe Rogan, that'll be my password. Monkey123, fuck you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's, I'm just kidding. that's yeah. the way a lot of these places have been getting hacked is they've been finding programs that are open, still running. Why these companies allow you to do anything other than just monitor mm-hmm. and allow, allow you to actually manipulate the systems is sure. ridiculous. And a whole separate talk. But finding these, you know... Like with Equifax, where everyone's shit got leaked. Yeah. And you're on Equifax. Every fucking body is. You have to be. Right. Got credit? You're on Equifax. They lost your shit. So if your name and password was on there, it's now on somebody's list to be cross-referenced on a database. And they go, if you use the same name and password, they get into all your shit. So it's not that they can't get into your shit. They just haven't bothered yet because you haven't been useful enough. But if you work at a company. Right. Then you are useful enough. You are now useful enough. So let me ask you then. Is this a concern in mobile gaming? Because are people logging into these large areas where they're downloading these games? Oh, absolutely. Like, and who's connected with these mobile games? Like, who's to say where they originated from? Exactly. Yeah. Like, it, did China create Candy Crush? Like, right. I, mean, I know. I'm not here? coding anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if China's like on a yeah, a, what's it? What's that mobile phone that they were trying to implement? Oh, uh, the Huawei. The Huawei. Like they're like, here's a free Huawei with Candy Crush. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You can have it for free. <laughs> that that wasn't a Chinese voice. That was of course a, not. It wasn't. That was, that was a slightly accented American man. Yes. <laughs> but that that's the From way Louisiana. I'm, that's, <laughs> that's the way a lot of that's been going down now is just uh, people finding exploits in a system mm-hmm. where they could see what programs are on it. Pop in somebody's name and password. So you're like, yeah, what do I got to worry about? Eh, you're using the same name and password everywhere. Well, whatever your company is sure. up to is what you got so, to worry about. So back to the mobile gaming. Is there any recommendations on like a new gaming phone or mobile gaming device that you've looked into that you think is uh, worthy of ROG, investing Repu- in? Republic of Gamers. They make a handful of gaming phones and they're monstrous they're they're literally have fans in them for the cooling solutions so does this make like a fan noise like when you're walking around like <laughs> it, <it's laughs> are you gaming again no <laughs> it does have it, it has a very minimal I, I believe their last one actually had two batteries in it so you can double charge it Holy shit. Um, to get it to go okay, charging so, so faster. Then but Razer has got to be a concern. Razer also makes uh, some gaming phones, but a lot of them are are crazy specs. And if you're, but if you're playing something like Player Unknown Battlegrounds, or you're playing something like you know uh, Minecraft, which can be pretty resource heavy on on some of those things, yeah, maybe they're useful. Right. It, it, what it really does is the same thing that F1 does. It pushes the technology forward, which eventually comes down to everybody else. So it makes them more capable because if you're using a, a Samsung phone, you have DeX. DeX is a full PC software on your phone where you can plug it to a monitor and turn it to a computer. Okay. So the phone that's kind of a computer is quite literally eventually going to be your computer. You're not going to have a regular PC in a couple of years. So but, you're just uh, going to have a crazy phone you plug it to a monitor, and it's doing everything you need it to do. Are you willing to switch from the phone that you're comfortable with to another phone that could potentially have a fan and some heft and weight with dual batteries to just game on the fly? I, I don't care enough about mobile games to do I, that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I'm doing do that either. either. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, if I got my social media and everything, and I can take pictures and call people, text and, them, and I love games. I I'm all for the, the advancement of the technologies – but I think it's a far cry from what I'm willing to pay the extra to get the phone yeah. or deal with. I like the sleekness. The phone is big enough already yeah. Yeah. where, you know, I, I don't need something on a sling. 
uh, to play my games <laughs> on the fly. But yeah, for us, that's that's fine. But in some countries, they're not even allowed to sell the consoles. So mm. Xbox, PlayStation, they're unheard of. Though some countries have their own console. Like, this is the console you get. It's the only console. It's a complete piece of shit. Right. And some countries where, you know, they don't even have telephone copper. They went straight to mobile. They went straight to wireless technology because they were behind in the times, never had got proper copper installed, and just went straight to phones. And the phone is everything. The phone is your computer. Sure. The phone is your bank. Where it's they your don't, lifeline. It's your yeah, lifeline. Like there's countries where they don't have proper banks. What they have, though, is phone minutes. And they use the phone minutes as currency to buy and trade because the the country's currency had inflated to the point where you're running wheelbarrows of it because it's it's so worthless that you need that much to buy your groceries. So in turn, they started using their phone minutes as a way of trading currency. So their phone is everything. So in countries like that where you can't get things, but your phone is everything, yeah, those mobile games, that is their entertainment. The mobile streaming, that is where they get their movies, their television. It's their communication. Right. It's literally their money. That phone is their life. So, yeah, it might seem trivial to have these big AAA games for us. But for those places, that's all they get. That's all of everything. Their you know, world yeah. is in their pocket. Honestly, it's something that I didn't even consider until you just brought it up. Because I, I wouldn't have even thought about it. And it's it's just a testament to how great this country is that some of the luxuries that we yeah. have, we don't even have to think twice about it. Whereas other people are struggling just to have a small taste of those things. Yep. So, I mean, that, that's, that's dope. I think that's cool. I, I know I, I heard it was a while ago that they were even trying, I don't know if it was Elon Musk where it was like, they were trying to do like drones or blimps. Starlink. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah where they were still, trying to, he's still doing it. <laughs> they were trying to get like, Google, Google, was. Google yes. was doing not blimps, but they were doing high altitude balloons. So Zeppelins. Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Pro- project. <laughs> Damn. Well, bring back the Zeppelin. <laughs> well, believe it or not during um, the hurricane that, that destroyed Puerto Rico, project mm-hmm. loom is what gave connectivity. Mm-hmm. So, Google was using their balloons to give cell phone capabilities to Puerto Rico. And then Elon Musk went in there with his uh, solar technology to get some of the hospitals back up and running. So some of these kind of far-fetched projects where the government kind of failed, gave aid, and Mm -hmm. when everyone turned their backs, they took it away and left them stranded. Google came in, Elon Musk came in, and they took these really, you know, star shot projects and they brought them in there and they gave some semblance of the world back to these people to get them running again. And that's what the technology should be used for. But Starlink is still going. He's still putting up his satellites. And in some places, even in America, that are rural, you got places in, you know, Colorado, places in like Utah that are, small populations spread over a very large area, their internet is still essentially dial-up. We so have high speed. they still got to deal with that AOL online shit? Exactly. That's why AOL is still around, because in some Holy places, shit. in some places, you don't have even a cable internet. Okay, so then... So they get satellite, which is incredibly expensive. The next thing that's now coming around is Starlink, which is a, a lower latency, because it's a lower-to-orbit right. uh, satellite, and it's better prices. So it's not Skynet, though, right? They're not going to send in the Terminators. No, not yet. Not but yet. <laughs> Sky, Skynet, um, actually, in China, the dissidents is what they call the government program. They call How it do you Skynet. You know all this shit. Uh, I I do a good deal of listening to other <laughs> other podcasts and news and things like that. But it's it's hilarious because that is what they call it over there. The the Chinese government, the sur- the, the surveillance programs it's, it's that always, they're it's always running. A common fucking theme. It's always yeah. China. Listen, every everybody wanted everybody was waiting for somebody to do something big enough to point to and to go, ah, Skynet, you crossed the threshold first. Congratulations, it's yours. Right, right, and they're like, you know what? <laughs> We're double down. Yeah, it is Skynet. What do you think about it? <laughs> and here I have this mobile phone <laughs> candy crush on it candy take it to your house <laughs> <laughs> I mean for me right now um, 
you know, mobile home, uh, mobile gaming is still on hold. Um, I'll play like a little game here and there, like I said, but I guess for the speed at which my life moves and the other interests that I have, mobile gaming is an afterthought. Yeah. And uh, when I do have the time to play a game, I like to just jump on my console. Yeah, I like and to play. sit down. Same thing with the PC gaming. It's like I, I for years, I bought high end PCs to plausibly. I mean, at best, I played uh, Morrowind. Mm -hmm. That was probably the only game I really ever actually played on PC besides RTS games. I just, and a lot of it's gone away now with Steam where they take care of a lot of the issues of the drivers and the compatibility and all that other nonsense. But I just, when I want to play a game, I want to be able to sit down, relax, turn it on, and not have to think about, is it going to work? I want to press power, look at my screen, and it just works. And that's it. I don't want to be thinking about viruses and, oh, my drivers didn't work or I got to update the controller schematics or a fucking key on my yeah. thing. I don't want any of that shit. It's a stress relieving thing for me. It's like at the end of the day after work or whatever, you just need to escape for a little bit, yeah. fire up your system and then just dive in. You yeah, know, escapism you know is, a, is a big thing. And when you're doing it on your mobile phone, it's kind of for me anyway, probably for you, like there's an element to it where it's like, you know, you're – you're still around and, you know, traveling with it in your hand. Like, I need that peace and quiet. Shut the lights down. Turn the surround sound on. And I'm I'm in. I'm immersed. Yeah. That's how I like to engage with my gaming. Uh, I like to get lost in it for a little while. And then, boom, I'm done. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, when I got the, the Series X, I, I was planning for it. I upgraded my TV. I upgraded my surround sound. I got the couch sitting with my chair dead center for it with the speaker right here, right here. The other Perfect. I got it set. So where I'm sitting, it's right in the onesie. fucking center. Perfect. Hey, I'll wear it all day. <laughs> if if it is going to enhance the fucking game, go for it. Fine. Is that, is that the one with the ass cut out? Yeah. It, it has to be. It has to be. If it's going to be the onesie, yeah. you, need the, you need the proper yeah, one. You oh. need that Winnie the Pooh jam. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, Japanese Spider-Man one. Not allowed in China. Yes. <laughs> all right. So I guess, I guess in closing, for me right now, still... Even in its current deve developmental stages, I love it. I love what they're doing, but mobile gaming for me, still a hard pass. Just, uh, I'll stick to my, my PCs and my consoles, and more actually Xbox Series X is where I'm leaning towards this generation for uh, my gaming needs. Yeah. How about you? Outside of my jailbroken DS and any kind of <laughs> like, console... Uh, Handheld gaming, nah. I, I mean, I, I don't do too much other than an emulator on the phone mm -hmm. now and then. I, I'm a, I'm still a console gamer. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the mobile games, same thing. Uh, other than a, a quick time filler, I have a, a Nintendo Switch. I barely play it. Right. I, I have games that I intended to play on it that I never got around to even finishing because I, I don't take it around with me. I don't. Yeah. It it end up it ends up. Being just another large object, no matter how compact they are, to carry. And even the ones on the phone, like I said, time filler, five, ten minutes, whatever. I got other shit to do. I can't sit here for hours playing on my phone. Yeah. So I guess uh, in closing, if you need a device that can double as a uh, weapon, um, because they're probably going to be extremely heavy with lots of fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say stay to the uh, gaming at home. All right, Eddie. Close this out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us at the Sofa Kingdom podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at Sofa Kingdom OFC. Look us up. That's right. Tell your friends, pass it along, and uh, like, share, subscribe, comment, all that other shit that everybody else already tells you to do. <laughs> Just don't upload anything to any Chinese websites. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from mobile gaming. Have you been listening? They're <laughs> <laughs> just going to take your money. For magic swords. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, dope, dope. It was. I liked it. Yeah. Hopefully someone learned something. Yeah, that's what I was like, how do you know all this shit? <laughs> <laughs> the video camera was going to catch me just going, <laughs> <laughs>